last Friday, the Metro Vancouver Board voted 8450 in support of accelerating a faster move away from fossil fuels. Now, the original recommendations were advocated by the City of Richmond and endorsed by uh, Metro staff uh, in early July. Now, the vote includes asking the B.C. government to enact legislation to speed up the transition away from natural gas. Now, Fortis B.C. asked Metro Vancouver to reject recommendations for a quicker move away from fossil fuels. The move was also not supported by various businesses associations. Now, joining me to discuss the issue is the mayor of Vancouver, uh, Richmond, rather, Malcolm Brody. Hello, Malcolm. Uh, good afternoon, uh, Jazz. Just get that one right, please. Yeah. <laughs> Whole different set of issues there, but I tell you that. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> All right. Well, let's touch on this issue because it is a it's a big one. Uh, broadly speaking, explain to me how the city came up with this motion and what this uh, vote on Friday does. Um, the city of Richmond. Uh, I believe we've been a leader in terms of the environment and uh, a progressive approach towards the reduction of the greenhouse gas emissions in our city. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I don't say we're the only one, but I, I think that we have been uh, one of the uh, really progressive voices there, um, largely because of our uh, the situation involving our district energy, which is a major source of of uh, heating and cooling for the areas in the city center where we are expanding. Uh, right now, we're heating and cooling about 5 million square feet. And in the next couple decades, it's going to go up tenfold. Mm-hmm. Uh, that has brought us in contact with a lot of the players in that field in a very uh, intense way. And so uh, a report has been drawn outlining some of the very significant challenges that we have to reduce the greenhouse gas emissions over a period of time. We've got lofty targets to get to uh, by 2030 and then to get to a, a net zero situation by 2050. Uh, the feeling is it's not going fast enough, and so we want to encourage in terms of the greenhouse gas emissions and particularly the gas industry uh, to get to a far better place far quicker than is the situation right now. Does this, does the region need to worry about this and just leave it to the provincial government to decide how they wish to do it? I mean, I, I understand the issue of climate change. We just had Andrew Weaver on yesterday talking about how, how um, warm July has been globally. Uh, and of course, we see the images of wildfires every night on our, on our uh, local newscasts. Um, why does Metro Vancouver want to be involved in this? Don't you think you should just leave it to the, the BC government? I think it's a, the responsibility of all the uh, parties uh, in government, whether you're at the local, provincial, or federal level. Uh, at the Metro Vancouver level, uh, we have the Climate 2050 Energy Roadmap, and really what we're advocating here is to follow that roadmap but do it at a quicker pace. Mm-hmm. Now, so... I know Fortis BC sent a, a letter uh, expressing some of their uh, concerns. Um, you know, some have said the banning natural gas from new buildings would limit choice for customers, uh, even decrease energy affordability, and might put too much pressure on an electricity system that uh, is is going to be challenged over the next few years as more of us move to EVs. Uh, and there's been already talk about needing more uh, more electricity in this province beyond uh, Site C. What do you say to that argument that uh, this may put system this may put pressure on our energy system? Uh, 
Well, we know that we know that when we uh, advocate for environmental uh, progression mm-hmm. and uh, to get to a better situation with the energy situation, we know that there is pushback on the the economic side of things, and that's what I believe this letter was all about. Mm-hmm. But let me give you an example, if I could. Mm-hmm. Um, so. Uh, there's something called RNG, which is renewable natural gas. Yes. It is recaptured natural gas, and it's a really a valuable resource. And so the proposal by, the, uh, by Fortis, which regulates it, is that the uh, renewable natural gas would be used in new construction. So the existing ratepayers will not get the benefit of the renewable natural gas. They will go all to the new ratepayers. But the existing ratepayers over the next six or eight years, over an eight-year period, that there's going to be a subsidy borne by those existing users of $750 million. So, so the existing ratepayers get none of the benefits and they're being asked to give a $750 million subsidy. Mm-hmm. When, if you look to a new building, uh, whether it's a single-family home or a commercial building, you can, at, at the building stage, you can go to the alternative energies fairly readily. So you can electrify it or you can use other sources. Um, whereas the existing building, it's, it's far harder to do that. Mm-hmm. But all the benefit of the RNG is going to go to the new buildings where there are alternatives at the expense of the existing users where there aren't the alternatives. That's just one example uh, of, you know, the epic economic ramifications of it all. So just in practical purposes, let's just say legislation is enacted and, you know, we won't have the specifics yet, but let's say it's done. Basically, would that mean every new home in in the lower mainland is built would not have any, would would there be no natural gas? You wouldn't use it for your stove, whatever it may be. We would be relying on electricity. It would be electric stoves. It would just be the complete banning of natural gas. Uh, no, I, I think that that is going too far, Jazz. And I, I really, I really hesitate to get into that kind of level of detail hmm. when the the recommendation by Metro Vancouver staff, which was adopted by the board as a whole, was simply basically to get some uh, expedited legislation and, and process in terms of the gas industry. Well, you've certainly spooked them if they're writing a letter to you along with Businesses Association, including the Vancouver Board of Trade. So you've, you've shook the cage a little bit there, Malcolm, all of you collectively. And I'm not saying it's a, a bad thing, but you've certainly shook the cage. Well, I, I think that we, you know, it justifies the, the discussion. Mm-hmm. Uh, we should all participate in that discussion and just see what we want to do. I mean, are, are we serious about the effects of climate change and doing something about it, or are we going to talk about it forever until it, until someone else has to talk about it? Yeah. Malcolm, thank you so much for your time today. I appreciate it. Anytime, Jazz. 911. 911. What's your emergency? Ah, I'm on a cruise ship. Ah, there was an explosion. Oh, my God. The ship is sinking. I can't get out. There's water everywhere. We're going down. I've got a lock on your location. Stay with me. Hurry, hurry. Hello? Are you there? 
Help is on the way. Angela Bassett and Peter Krause return in an all-new season of 911 on a new night. Thursday, March 14th on Global. Stream on Stack TV.